Meet you dwellers. I just got out of a hot and steamy situation. And believe it or not, it didn't involve my imaginary harem that I keep inside the depths of my mind. Tarek has a sauna. Yeah. Jay-sensei, I got word that you found out that you're having a daughter soon. Oh, dude, yeah, funny story. So we go to have one of those ultrasounds, right? And we get in the room and the lady, the technician starts doing her, her ultrasound work and... She's like, do you guys already know what you're going to be having? And I was like, well, you know, we did one of those sneak peek tests. I might get in trouble for saying that. But we haven't had an ultrasound to check for anything until now. But we were told the baby is a boy, and we've been calling him Sean. But if it ends up being Shawnee, we'll be okay. And I just said that kind of as a joke, and she's like going and she's like yeah how should i put this and in my mind that baby don't got junk is all you need to say like <laughs> but she put it of course a little bit more professionally and told us that we're having a girl yay that's that's congratulations right yeah yeah thank you means congratulations oh tark did you know that that's what they say when they say happy birthday in japan yeah, they say, like, Otanjobi, Omedeto gozaimasu. And Otanjobi is a birthday. So, what are you literally saying? Congratulations on your birthday? Yeah, exactly. That's how you say happy oh. birthday. <laughs> birthday, <laughs> congratulations. Birthday, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. So, so, today I went to the sauna and then I went back home. So it only seems appropriate that we start talking about how to go places using the particle me. Jay-sensei, shall we get this show on the road? Let's do it. We're now on episode six of Fundamental Mechanics of Japanese. And like Tark was just saying today, we're using the particle ni. Last time we saw how you can mark a direction or a destination, a location that you go to with the particle knee. And today we're adding on that knowledge to show how the particle knee can also be paired with a verb to make for an awesome hors d'oeuvre. No, I'm just kidding. It makes for an basically how you would say to go do something. Yeah, it's, it's not really a good wine and whatever pairing but anyways previously on stamachi um, masahiro and yui have confirmed that they are going to go on a date now we find a salivating masahiro calling the ever so receptive yui before their ever so sensual date this is while masahiro was still with his previous woman masahiro is a fucking player dude he's a horrible man He's a symbol of <laughs> patriarchy. All right, so am I going to be Yui again? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Let's okay, so is going to call Yui before their date just to confirm their plans. Let's go ahead and dive right in. So we're going to start first with natural speed, then break it down in English along with slow, easy to listen slow to motion, speed. Slow motion Japanese. Slow motion speed. Mm. All right, here we go. Nanjini 
渋谷はちょっと飲み屋さんがたくさんあるから少し飲みに行こうかなと思ってご飯の後飲みに行こうよ食べる前にあんまり飲みたくないそうだねそうしようありがとう<笑> Alright, let's go ahead and break this down I'll go ahead and read the Japanese and Tark is gonna give us an English translation so our first um Sentence was Masahiro, and what did he say? Masahiro says, What time should I go pick you up? Nanji ni mukae ni ikoka. And then Yui says, could, could you come get me at five? Etto goji ni mukae ni kite. Masahiro says, sure. Before we go get sushi, wanna go hang out in Shibuya for a bit? Iyo sushi yo tabeni ikumaeni skoshi shibuya no hoe asobini ikoka. And then Yui says, Shibuya? Shibuya is kinda. And Masahiro says, There are a lot of places to go get a drink. So I thought maybe we go grab one. Nomiya sanga taksan arukara. Skoshi nomini iko kanato omoto. Yui says, Let's get a drink after dinner. I really don't want to drink before eating. Gohan no ato nomini ikoyo taberu maeni anmari nomitakunai. And then Masahiro says, All right then, we'll do that. So done. Yui says, Thanks! Alright, Tark, so was there anything in this conversation that surprised you? Yui seems a little dominant, huh? Did you notice how, like, in the fourth line, how she used the polite word des there? Right. So I kind of wanted to bring up something interesting about Japanese. We said before that the word des means is or am, right? And、mm. it's a polite word. Well, If you switch from casual Japanese all of a sudden to being polite Japanese, you can sort of give the impression that you are scolding someone a little bit. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Is it like kind of like a passive aggressive sort of thing? or? Well, you know, the casual Japanese expresses like intimacy and kind of trust, right? Whereas right. The, pol- the polite Japanese expresses ag- agreeability and not necessarily、uh. like intimacy, but just like appropriate for any situation. Kind of an、right. attitude. And so、right. w- when Yui goes back into using polite Japanese, it's kind of like showing, oh, I actually don't like that idea. It's, it's a little bit of a, you can express displeasure by going back to polite form from casual form. It's like you're getting into hot territory and then, like, it's like, no, this is actually cold territory. Go back to the hot territory. Yeah. Like, and you know,、yeah. I, I really think we actually have this in our culture as well. Like, imagine two co workers that had been dating, right? And then, like, the way they talk when they are in the relationship is going to be a lot more close and fun. 
and dynamic. But as soon as they like break up, you know, the guy goes over and is like, hey, babe. And she's like, how can I help you? And all of a sudden, it's like a lot more polite, right? Do you yeah, need yeah, something? Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden, she's like polite the, again. The gate shut, you know? And so do her legs. And exactly. So, yeah. And so, really, it's not any different from what we do here, but they have completely different words for their politer right, right, forms right. in Japanese. So, so, all right, let's go ahead and check out today's vocabulary. The first word is mu ka e ni iku. And this is to go pick a person up from somewhere, like you are in a car and you're going to go pick them up from their house, or you are going to walk over and greet them when they arrive at you know the nearby station or something. But before you go pick them up, you want to pick up some party supplies, am I right, Jay Sensei? Yeah, and it, it might be good to also learn the word for before in a temporal time sense. And that would be my need. Ma e ni. Ma e ni. And you just slap this at the end of a verb in its present tense, its dictionary form. So, for example, before going to pick someone up would be mu ka e ni iku ma e ni. All right, so that's how you structure that sort of stuff. Yeah, so how would you say before eating? Taberu mai ni. Nice. How's about before you drink beer? Or something. And then you can follow up with something else after that. So before drinking beer, I put on my sunglasses. Are the sunglasses metaphorical for beer goggles? I'm going to pretend like I'm, I meant it that way. Yes. I put them on. Nice. Yeah, okay. Really good. Cool. So then what does this mean, Tark? You say teo? Te, yeah. Te Before dinner, wash your hands. Nice. So, speaking of drinking beer, the place that you would drink it at has a bunch of names. We saw in previous lessons words like izakaya. Tark, what was izakaya? Is that like a way for saying bar? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a way of saying bar. Yep. Yeah. You can get usually some more tapas. It's like a gastropub. Yeah, a little bit more. And then nomiya-san, our next word, is kind of like any type of place that you could get a drink at. So it is a bar. It's an izakaya. It could be, yeah, any place that you go get drinks. Mm. So that is no mi ya sam. Nomiya-sam. And nomiya-sam means drinking establishment. Now, nomiya-san no maini, you might end up lying to your significant other when she asks you, are you going drinking? You'll say, mm, skoshi dake, which means... Well, only a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but for now, we're only going to learn su-ko-shi. Skoshi. This is kind of more review. I think we've like seen this before. Um, but yeah, skoshi uh, and chotto are both ways of saying a little bit. I feel like chotto has more of like a negative context to it. Am I right? Or Yeah, like, and well, chotto also can be used to say things like sort of and kind of. Like I mm, right, right. 
And as we established in our previous episodes, it's also a way of saying, eh, no thanks. Yeah, like, someone asks you, do you want to go watch the the new Avengers movie? <laughs> and you might be like, yeah, I well, um, I actually, I, I kind of, um, uh, you yeah. know. Avengers are kind of. Uh, <laughs> so um, passe, so passe. So you could kind of be like, ah, Avengers are just Nah. Yeah. But they'll say, hey, why don't I walk with you in the direction towards the movie theater, towards the egg.com? Ooh. Well, then we need to learn the word for toward or in the direction of. Tark, give it to us. Hole. Hole. Ooh. Hole. Nice. Yep. And, and yeah, that is toward in the direction of. Right. So, yeah, in the conversation, they said Shibuya no Hoe, which means in the direction of Shibuya, which is our next word. It would be really funny if he walks with him right past the Ega Khan, right into the red light district. I think more than Shibuya, there's this part of Shinjuku, which uh-huh. Shibuya and Shinjuku are both wards of Tokyo, but. There's this part of Shinjuku that's called Kabukicho. And Kabukicho is considered to be a red light district in Tokyo. I don't think that there's just one, but that's definitely one. Someone told me, like, it's the most dangerous part of Japan. You need to really watch out when you go over there. And two friends came out to my wedding when we had it in Japan. They got an Airbnb that was pretty close to Kabukicho. And so we walked through it. And I was like, did you guys know that you technically, I guess, walked through the quote most dangerous part of japan and and they're like no and i'm like yeah japan's yeah. a really safe country <laughs> yeah it, it turns out the most dangerous place in japan ain't so dangerous after all i wonder how it compares with places in osaka like i like this is all <laughs> stuff i've heard i don't i don't want to present it like as like fa- like statistically correct because i haven't even looked it right. up right <laughs> i spent a lot of time in osaka when i go to japan but like i think the most seedy place i've been to was Hiroshima, and even then, yeah, yeah right. Like, do, uh, like when people tell me I'm in a seedy part of Japan, it still feels it still feels even safer than like being in Salt Lake City. <laughs> it still feels safer than being in my apartment in Los Angeles. Yeah, <laughs> that's seriously not an exaggeration at all. One hundred percent. All right, so we got Shibuya, which is Shibuya. Shibuya. Um, what is Shibuya exactly for people who don't know Tark? It's a ward of Tokyo. How would you define a ward? Like, like kind of like a, a district, huh? District, yeah. Uh, my friend has a pretty cool bar over there. It's called Natoya. So shout out to you, Totsuke. Shout out. Yeah. And last time I was there, we did a lot of what will be the naughty word of the day. So we're gonna save that for you. Yeah, a it's later. a it's a cool place. They they have a lot of fun things to do for people who want to go and get eats and drinks. So. Would you say it is a good place to go hang out? I would. In fact, if I wanted to Asobini Iku somewhere, I would go to Shibuya. Mm, and that is Asobini Iku. Asobini Iku. Dude, that's so not true though. Like I, 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 I realize I've turned into this old dad. Dude, I, I, I'm even getting the dad bod slowly. Are you? Like, yeah, I I thought, like, when I stopped working out because I got injured that I would um 
kind of lose the muscle that I had gained, but nope, fat just came in and replaced it. And so, uh, so I got to go back to the gym because I can't just be skinny anymore by default. <laughs> the, 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 go hit up a sauna, dude. Works wonders. Sauna. Dude, I was just thinking, I was just thinking before I, before I did this podcast, was I uh, came to do this podcast. Had I not been going into the sauna two to three times a, uh, a week, I would be the human blob. I would be, you would be able to roll me down. Dude, street. you go on walks with Jackpot all the time, though. You guys are yeah, healthy. And, 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 and instead of going on walks, I would be going on rolls down the street. <laughs> so, yeah. The sauna, the sauna works wonders. And, and, you know, yeah, I exercise and do all that fun stuff, fun, quote unquote. But I like eating too much. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah. And in Japan, right, there's so many fun places to go hang out, like Asobi ni Iku. Um, and it's it's f- affordable over there. You can still get, like, a good meal under five bucks right. and, and right. feel full. And, then, and, and drinks and all that sort of stuff. But after you, Asobi ni Iku, what are you going to do after? Well, well, after going to hang out, we'll have to learn the word for after, which is? Ato. 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 Nice. Now, Tark a little bit ago used our word before in a cool way. What he did was he had a noun, like bangohan, and then he said no, and then maeni. So bangohan no maeni was before dinner. Now, we can do the same thing with the word ato to say after dinner. So we could say bangohan no ato, and that means after dinner. So Tarik-san wa... Ooh, after the podcast, Tark is going to go to a cafe. Coffee shop. Precise. Yeah. It's late in the day, but I need some sustenance in my system. Some PM caffeine. He's going to go drink some coffee. Yeah. Or, you know, uh, just maybe go out drinking in general. Which is what in Japanese? Nomi ni iku. That is no mi ni iku. Nomi ni iku. That is to go drinking. That leads us now into our last vocabulary of the day, which means not really or not much, as in I promise I did not drink that much. It was not right, much, right. I swear. Yeah, even though she can smell the alcohol on your breath. So yeah, that is anmari. Anmari. Now you can also say amari and leave off the n sound after the a mm. and just say amari. So let's give both. Let's do it with the n. Go ahead. Anmari. And now without the n. Amari. Nice. Now this always has to go with something that is negative. So for example, amari nomitakunai. From our conversation meant it meant a lie. Wait, no, it didn't. What did it mean? <laughs> it mean it meant I don't really want to drink too much. Yeah, I don't really want to drink. All right, so let's now check out our expressions of the day. We have four, two of which are a review. All right, Tark, we taught our listeners a filler word a little bit ago, a couple lessons back. Something that you can say for when you're thinking, listeners. Uh, do you remember well, what that was? I have to think about this real quick. Eto. Correct! A plus! Arigatone. You're welcome. And that is Eto. 
Eto. That basically is just the equivalent for um. um uh... And as Jay Sensei mentioned in a previous episode, using these filler words will often make your Japanese sound a little more natural. Yep, definitely don't use English <laughs> filler words instead. Yeah. I knew this girl named Kira who would say like when she spoke Japanese, and it was like this. Hajime mashite, like, my name, watashi wa Kira desu. Yoroshiku like, watashi wa Hawaii kara kimashita. And her Japanese actually was really good. She did have, like, kind of intense American-sounding pronunciation. Mine isn't any better. Right, but I think, like, once you start using the Japanese filler words, and this is, I mean, I, I probably would still use like and ands and ums and you knows and all that sort of stuff, but I feel like once you make that switch, it indicates that your brain is thinking in Japanese via autopilot rather than you having to pull things out of the back of your head. Dude, I totally have a theory about this. Tell me what you think of this. Mm. People who are high in empathy or like who are very empathetic, like tend to mimic the like ways that the people around them are speaking, right? Right, yeah. I sort of wondered, so if you can't do that, like if that's like really hard, is that like right. a low key sign of narcissism? <laughs> or sociopathy? Sociopathy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that might be an interesting thing to study. I'm not going to yeah. do it, though, but <laughs> if someone else does it, let us know what happens. Our next expression is, we just talked about it. It's chotto. I don't know if I want to talk about this, dude. It's just chotto. Nah, dude. It's time to have the talk. Ugh. It's chotto mendoksai, but you will be okay. Anyways, it is chotto. Chotto. When you're not using it to mean kind of or sort of or a little bit, it's an expression used to just, you know, express kind of displeasure. Displeasure. Yeah, like, I don't want to fucking do that. I don't want to see fucking the same Marvel movie for this fucking 30th time just with a different skin. <laughs> the next word is te kureru. And that is te kureru. Te kureru. It means could you... Do something for me. And whatever the action or the verb is that you want someone to do for you is put into the te form before kureru. So let's give just maybe two examples. Will you hold this for me? Would be kore o motte kureru. Kore o motte kureru. Tark, you want someone to turn in your homework, right? Go up and give it to the teacher. And you have to use the word like dasu to turn in. So that would be skudai o daste kureru. And fluid, it would be skudai o daste kureru. Yeah, good. Nice. Next, we have an expression. That means, I was thinking we could do something when you're discussing plans. And this is, kana to omotte. Kana to omotte. Break it down, dark. Uh, ka na to omotte. Kana to omotte. Now, so if I were to say and be a total Casanova and be like, sexuo kanato omotte. Ah, uh, so like what you're missing there is a verb in its volitional form. And again, mm -hmm. we'll break all that stuff down in a future lesson. Um, but like, you know, that would be like, shio kanato omotte or tabeo kanato omotte. Ega o mio kanato omotte. I was thinking maybe we could watch a movie. I was thinking maybe we could eat. So what if it was like, yatte kanato omotte? So that's a te form of yaru, but you would need to use the volitional form, which is yaro. Okay, so yaro kanato omotte. And now I'm the Casanova. 
Now you'd be the Casanova. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and that translates to what Jay said say. I got, uh, where are we? What's the what's the context? Because uh, if I'm at the uh, workplace, then I'm for sure going to prison. <laughs> <laughs> on the sofa. Yeah. If it's on the sofa, then it means let's. I was thinking we could do it. There you know, the go. funny th- thing about that is literally yaru just means to do, just like in English. So, yaritai, yaritai. Tark wants to do it. Do it, do it, do it. All right. So that concludes our expressions section. Now it's time to dive into today's grammar, which means to go somewhere with the intention of doing something. Now, we saw last lesson how you can say you go to a place. So we'll say it's Tokyo. We're going to mark it with the particle ni or e. We can use either in this situation to say to Tokyo. And then now we want to say to do something. Let's go ahead and say, I will go to Tokyo to eat. I will go eat in Tokyo, which would be Watashi wa Tokyo e tabe ni iku. Tark, break it down. Watashi means I, that's the pronoun, wa, the particle, indicating the subject that came before it, Tokyo. That is the location as to where we are going. E is the particle that marks the direction in which you are headed. Tabe is to eat, but that is the stem. Then you have ni, which is a particle telling you what you're going to go do. And then iku means to go. So yeah. That's perfect. That's the breakdown. Tark, how would you say um, to go drink in Shibuya? Shibuya e nomi ni iku. Nice. Tark, do you remember what an eki is? What place is the eki? Eki is the station. So how do we say to go pick someone up at Shinjuku station? And when I say station, I mean train station. True, yeah. Good point. So, Shinjuku eki e mukai ni iku. Or would I say, Shinjuku e jay-sensei o mukai ni iku? Oh, well, uh, both of the second one is you're picking me up. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the second one is you're picking up someone who was not specified, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we, right. we we expect it to be a person because mukairu technically, or sorry, mukai comes from the word mukairu, which means to welcome a person. And originally, since it has that meaning, we know that you're not picking up a backpack or drugs or something. Well, speak for yourself. <laughs> um, by the way, Mu- drugs is yakubutsu. 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 Well, I guess, I well, once again, this has to be for ta- people. We can't even do it with drugs, so we have to be, uh, uh, pick pick someone. <laughs> to okay. come pick up. Um, can I pick up a dog? Jakupoto. Ichiban no inu o mukai ni kuru. Ichiban no inu wa jakupoto da yo. So, Tark wants to come pick up the number one dog in the world, who is Jackpot. Exactly. So, mukai ni iku is to go pick up a person. Mukai ni kuru is to come pick up a person. And then in our conversation today, we saw to go hang out as well. And Tark's going to go ahead and read that one for us. Asobi ni iku. Asobi ni iku. Now, we get what this means. We've mm-hmm. seen some examples. Now, mm-hmm. you might be wondering, well, how can I do this myself? Like, how can I put together a sentence using this grammar? And the answer is this. The construction is you take the mas stem of a verb, you add ni to it, and then you can add to go, iku, or kuru after it. So let's use an example. Let's use the word for to eat, which 
Tark, what is to eat in the plight form? Habemas. Right. Habemas. So now we'll have Tark remove the moss, and that gives us the moss stem, which is? Habe. Nice. He just destroyed moss. Ruthless. Now ruthlessly add in the particle ni. Habe ni. Habe ni. Excellent. And now garnish it with a little bit of a verb at the end. Habe ni To go eat. Or sore tomo. To come eat. Excellent. And listeners, if that was hard to follow in audio format, you can always check out the video form of our podcast on YouTube and Rumble, baby. Are we on Grinder? Yeah, baby. Grinder? Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. Not um, yet. Can you do I, videos yeah. on Grinder? <laughs> You know, that might actually be something really funny. Maybe we should start putting it up on Pornhub as well. <laughs> you know, I legit think I've accidentally in a, a real conversation have mistaken Rumble and Grinder before. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I definitely have upset people, I think. I want to know the context for this now. Well, one, I have these two good friends in Seattle who met on Grinder. They're super funny. Uh -huh. They're awesome. Uh -huh. And then Rumble was introduced to me around the same time that I met them. And uh -huh. I think they just got mashed up in my head, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I get how that happens. It can be a little naughty. Speaking of naughty things. Yeah. We have the Fuck naughty man. word of the day. My, one of my favorite pastimes in uh, Nihon. And it, it's uh, to go bar hopping. To air or to literally do ladder. Like yeah. what you climb up. But strangely enough, I feel as though that when you go bar hopping, you don't want to climb a ladder when you're drunk. That doesn't seem like a very productive idea. Bad idea, absolutely. But, mm -hmm. you know, bar hopping is really fun in Japan. The word is hashigo suru. And like Tark was saying, hashigo means a ladder, like the kind you climb up. And that is hashigo suru. Yeah, and if we apply today's grammar on it, we can say hashigo shi ni iku for literally to go bar hopping. Hashigo shi ni Nice. Tariku san wa doko e hashigo shi ni ikitai. Osaka ni hashigo shi ni Tark wants to go bar hopping in Osaka. To be honest, like Japan is kind of one of those places where it's almost like in <laughs> there's so many places in Tokyo where they have a bunch of drinking establishments really close by. And so you can go to a bunch of places. I think typically if it's a bar, that, that's pretty common. Izakaya style stuff ends up being kind of more like bar culture that you see in places like Spain where people kind of you know might spend a really long time there hanging out maybe even studying there and reading books and Jason I love how you for the picture got a bunch of white girls just putting some bottles up for their bachelorette party but I have a question dude I, I'll admit it was just like one of the first things that came up on Google I, I, search I, 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 that's what I figured <laughs> But what's it called when uh, they, when Japanese people are straight up hammered and they put the tie around their head to let people know that they're donezo for the night? Oh, oh, kind of like our previous naughty word, like dekiagateru. Oh, dekiagateru. So though. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. what that's called? Hachimaki. The... So they take their necktie and then they turn it into a hachimaki. Hachimaki. And that means that they are dekiagateru. Well, dekiagateru kara, jibun no necktie o hachimaki ni shite. 
So, so Jason just said, when you are donezo, when you are, you know, finished, when the alcohol has consumed your soul for the night and you're about to go fuck, take the necktie on your shirt and take it off your shirt and wrap it around your head. Yeah, like it's a it's a meme in Japanese culture, 100%. Um, I don't. I haven't really seen people with it around their head in real life, but I, I have. have for sure experienced this though. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I've seen I've I've seen both. I've definitely seen both. Which I don't know if you live in any big city, this is probably super normal actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's rich. That's rich. <laughs> Anyways, so let's go ahead and bring it all together today. You learned about how to use the particle knee. Talk about where you go to do something. We also got some exposure in how to say to before doing something or after doing something with the words my and ato. And we also got to see several new expressions like to hang out and could you please do something for me. Tark, what can our listeners look forward to in the next lesson? The particle de. That's de for talking about where you do something. We'll split the nuance between ni and de because they both have their very particular functions. So by the end of our next lesson, you'll be able to say things like, I was reading a book in the library or I was studying at Tariq's house. So be excited. Mata kondo. Mata kondo no lesson de See you in the next one.